You are now listening to Sweep the Rack Podcast featuring Brooklyn Rob and Big Mike. Rob, what's good, homie? Yo, what's going on, man? Um, so, how was the uh, how was your Thanksgiving, man? How, how did it end up turning out the turkey and uh? All right, good. Yeah, uh, I I I I don't know if I mentioned on the last show or not. I went and got COVID test before uh, my mom came up. That was oh, negative. So that was good. Yeah, it was my first oh, experience good. with that. So yeah, uh, that was put it up there pretty good, good, huh? Well, I actually went to it like CVS has a drive-through testing system where you actually do it yourself. So it was kind of interesting. Uh, you know, there's just they, they take you through the directions and, you know, you place it in a tube and then put it in the bin when you're done. But, yeah, uh, you know, my mom came up. It was a it was a rather, um, you know, low-key Thanksgiving, I would say. But, yeah, you know, good meal, good company. So uh, all in all, it was pretty good. You know, enjoyed myself. I know. A lot of the Thanksgiving events uh, around the East Coast, anyway, uh, around the Northeast here, got got canceled. Uh, Thanksgiving Eve bowling events got canceled. There were some that that did go off, uh, but a few that I know of definitely got canceled. So uh, it was a really laid back Thanksgiving. You know, it was chill, it was cool. And uh, how about you, Rob? Yeah, um, same kind of deal. There wasn't really. I was supposed to go to California see my dad, but the whole COVID wave happened and uh, California did a shutdown. And then I had to end up working on Friday, which was kind of unexpected. So I ended up canceling my trip out there and then uh, uh, stayed here, smoked the turkey. I marinated it. I injected it 24 hours, smoked it for about eight hours. It turned out amazing. Uh, and, you know, the best part of uh, Thanksgiving is the desserts and the sides. You know, the turkey is okay, but. Uh, man, that's we we had we good. had four different kinds of pies here in, uh, in yeah. the minor household. So yeah, we did too. We had I had you know all kinds of pie. I made a I made a green bean casserole, which was the first time I got some recipe I found online. Turned out pretty good. And then we ate for like three days after. Um, still trying to shed the pounds from it. Uh, you know, but other than that, it was nice to be off work. Just chill a little bit, and then yeah, I'll have to go back to California when this all this shit goes down. But uh. I gotta you know, say, uh, I, I can't imagine what it's like to have to work the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, that's it's wild to me. That's why that's got to be wild, miserable. Seriously, Sucks, dude. I mean, I've never Sucks. had to work a day after Thanksgiving, and I, I yo, that's got to be brutal. Getting up it after sucks. eating that kind of meal the day before, hanging out, etc., and then you got to wake up for work. Do you know what the worst part of it is? The worst part of it is my company is actually closed too for two days, okay. and I still had to work because my client is open, which means I have to be accessible and online for them. So, I mean, okay. I'm not like working a full day. I'm not like super busy, but I'm just literally, I was hanging out. I was working out. I was doing all kinds of shit in my room while I was, while I was hanging out, but it is what it is. It sucks. Um, so if you guys, you know, your teachers, man, I'm jealous. Uh, yeah, I'm jealous yo, God bless. I mean, listen to the to, to, you know big shout to the people that are going out there and working the day after Thanksgiving. I'm not trying I'm not trying to hate on those people, but uh yeah, you know, I man, brutal. I, I'm glad I get to chill and relax. So, 
uh, yeah, Rob, I, you know, obviously we want to hope everybody out there had a good Thanksgiving. You know, things were somewhat odd and out of sorts this year with COVID, et cetera. So, um, you know, whatever adjustments people made, I hope they still got to enjoy their Thanksgiving, Rob. Maybe people got their bowling in. Uh, I know I, I, I talked to a few people personally who were running around uh, all of basically all of Thanksgiving weekend hitting different states and bowling, trying to get in some events. Uh, so perhaps people got their bowling competition in, but uh, we hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving out there. Uh, yeah. Rob, you ready to get into some bowling news for this week or what? Yeah, absolutely. We got some stuff going on. Shout outs to all of our people in the chat room. Robert Hamilton, man, it's always good seeing you. Still remember the Turbo, the Turbo X you beat me at show place at JBT. Uh, our boy Andrew, the 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 um the guy who he Andrew sponsored by uh what, what do we say uh, affliction, you know he's got the affliction sponsorship and uh, your boy Stumpo's in the chat man, he's chilling so DJ uh, Double S, good to DJ see you guys man. What's up to everybody, Danny? How you doing, man? Thanks for joining. So let's talk some bowling, man. I know there was yeah, some. Don't, and listen, people get involved. You know, we want to, we want to hear from the, hear from the chat. We love hearing from the chat on this show. Oh, also over Thanksgiving weekend, Rob, you know, we mentioned, and it was mentioned in the chat, speaking of the chat last week, uh, that there was a $10,000 event down in Texas uh, over the weekend. And I saw on social media, some of the players were there, like Sean Rash was down in uh, San Antonio, I think, or something, uh, hanging out the, that week, the last weekend. But yeah, I reached out to to, uh, to Stu. I was hoping he won because you know I was I t- I told him you yeah. know go win go win that shit. And I, I reached that. out to him seeing if he won. He did make the final eight, but he lost. And uh, Sean Maldonado beat Anthony Simonson in the final of that tournament. Uh, two handed, so two handed, uh, kind of predictable, different. right? I said kind of predictable, right? Well, I wouldn't have predicted Maldonado beat Simonson, but in Texas uh, though. I feel like I feel tough. like Mal. You know, I know they're both Texas guys, but I feel like Texas bowlers bowl better in Texas. So Maldonado's even better when when, when he's in Texas. So gotcha, man. What's good? Big Swiss out in Arizona. If anybody's interested in bowling, you're probably already too late. But isn't that a five man tournament? Like five? Isn't that five men uh, on, on a lane? I mean, is that are they packing them in in Arizona or, or what's Hatchet? What's going on with like the COVID precautions? Did you know anything about it? I'd love to hear it. But I know those usually are pretty filled up uh, bowling center uh, when 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 Swiss goes in. So um, yeah, let's uh, let's let's talk a little bit about that. Oh, four and a pair, four and a lane. That's still a lot, though. Eight and a pair, no. You know, I mean, are they doing every other lane, or what are they doing? They're packing them in. I I, I wouldn't go anywhere right now with this whole shit going on. Uh, it feels like I now a lot of people that I know are are getting tested positive for it around me. So you, you kind of feel like it's it's getting worse before um, it's getting better right now. So uh, everybody knew that with the winter coming and, uh, you know, people staying more indoors. Of course, Thanksgiving, Mike, right? Like all the family get-togethers. Uh, and I feel like it's not going to get better until really March, April, when actually they start vaccinating people. And I know that's going to happen hopefully pretty soon. Um, but... True. Anyway, we're getting so- Rob. We're getting word in the chat here that Sean Maldonado uh, has changed his style and is now oh, yeah. bowling with his. Yeah, is now. But he was he was a thumb in two hander. Now he's a thumb out two hander. Sport so, Bowl Productions, huh? Yeah. What's that? I got to check that yeah. out. 
We got to check that out. I hope that's not a troll account. If you're <laughs> if you're a burner troll account, we're I'm coming at you. I'm coming at you, Sport Bowling Productions. You better not be a burner troll account. Uh, all right. So Rob, let, let's let's talk some news, right? Let's let's uh, yeah. let's talk some bowling news because it. we it's I, I swear like sometimes we get blessed with uh with news that comes out like the day or two before we have a show and i see something and if you don't follow us on twitter the 215 rob is at brooklyn rob i'm at the 215 uh and and i just can't help but comment that i can't wait for wednesday you know because the the news is just too good and it's just something that i have to discuss so this week we were blessed because the pba announced uh yesterday that uh they they have a new fan club it's called the pba pinsiders uh it's a membership exclusively for fans uh and a little bit of background of what they're doing here uh i have this right from the pba website so i don't get it wrong so i don't get fact checked i don't get i want to get tony real up in here uh if you're looking for the ultimate fan experience in bowling look no further mike look no further then sweep the doing Look no sweep further than rack. sweep the rack. That's I should right, be doing. The, I should be doing the said. promo voice. The PBA yeah. has a brand new exclusive membership dedicated to the organization's biggest fans, the PBA Pinsiders. Listen, PBA, he, he, people in the chat, hear the man out. All right, hear the man out. Let's hear them out. Okay, I know. I know we all want to jump on the on the negative train real quick, but you know, real quick. Hear the man. Okay, so what it is is the membership. Tell us what this organization is. It's the membership is the first ever fan club available for bowlers of all ages, skill levels to celebrate the fans. They're celebrating us, Mike. Uh, As a PBA Pinsider, members will instantly become part of a PBA community and get to unlock the ultimate fan experience. Members will receive a PBA fan welcome club kit, includes officially licensed PBA swag, and gain access to member-only digital content straight from the professionals. So here's what you get, right? And it is, I believe, I, I want to go join. Um, it's forty nine ninety five, I think, for the year. Okay. Uh, so let, all right. So let me start here before you get into <coughs> what you get. For the forty nine ninety five, at first when I saw this, I assumed it was free. I assumed it was free. I assumed it was like some kind of organization they Bolero was trying to get you to sign up for to like get your email, etc. You know, start starting. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I I was like, oh man. What? Then when I did a little research, right? I it was forty nine ninety five a year to join, and I'm like, oh come on. I mean, really? Like Wait. this is. You haven't even heard what they've given you, Mike. So first off, it's still like I just think for for a minute, Rob, that and and let's be clear, right? You're you're never going to see us do a subscription based show on our own, right? We were we were subscription based when we were behind the paywall flow. Uh, You know that didn't work out, as everyone knows. And you know we're you're not going to see us go to a subscription based uh, you know process on our own. But Rob, you know why, Mike? there's you there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that in the bowling community. Well, you know why, Mike? We won't go to a, a subscription based service because we're not doing this for the money. That's the straight out. That's the straight out truth. We're doing this because we like to do it and we want to talk bowling. And 
we don't really care if I, I, I don't, I mean, and because uh, I like I, having burner troll accounts that follow me on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, it's you know we're fan. We're the fan. We're for the fans because we're free and anybody could join us. Anybody could talk with us, and you know we give people access to pros too. You know, especially when they're on our shows. You know, and people could talk to them and ask them questions. And uh, you know, look like so. Let me let's first before we get on the negative train, let's talk what the PBA is giving to the fans because that's the important part, right? A PBA bowling towel. Okay, I'm gonna do a value oh here, Mike. The, the, I'm gonna do chat, a value. The chat is brutal. The chat is. I'm gonna brutal do a value. Right I'm gonna do a value of the product. Okay, so I'm gonna write. Right, and I'm here. gonna I'm gonna evaluate because I said I thought it would be free. I'm gonna evaluate whether there is really value in what they're giving you. Right. So so you go through the list and let's see yeah. where we're at. The people so in PBA the chat bowling are towel, brutal. Right. Oh, PBA Rob. 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 Look at the chat. Look at the yes. chat. You know, yes. come on. All right. Come on, Carl. Come 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 on, man. Hit us up. Hit us up and come on. You're more than welcome. Come on. That's gotta oh, be man. a troll. Hey, that was, I gotta say, that was I, I should make that my banner on my on my Dude, Twitter. I told some of my, my just best keep friends that up? who have no idea about the bowl and nonsense and they 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 love that shit too. Let's That's just keep this up here for the whole time. No, no, um, we're not keeping it up. Come on, we're not promoting this. We're not promoting this nonsense. Let's okay. go. So PBA bowling towel, uh let's do uh, over and under here, nine ninety five. Should okay? be free. It's a ten dollar towel, right? If you were to go into the pro shop or buy it, right? A PBA water free. bottle. PBA water bottle, probably another like like seven ninety five, okay, for a water bottle. Okay. PBA hat. Is it going to be one of those like clip on hats that like never fits your head good? Dad hat? Probably. Dad, is it a dad hat? Yeah, it's just say $15 for a PBA hat. Okay. You know, the, uh, Walmart kind of hat, right? I'm thinking. Um, and then you get exclusive discounts. You get the PBA Pro Bowling console game download, which is a $19.99 value according to the website. Okay. Then you have early access to PBA Tour event tickets and free upgrades on tickets purchased. That's pretty general. Nobody knows what a free upgrade means, right? Um, a voucher for a free game no. at a Bolero Center. All right, free game, which at Bolero is probably what, like fifteen ninety five to bowl one game. <laughs> no, come so, on, it's like five kidding. bucks. Okay, bucks, five maybe. bucks. Okay, a voucher. Here's where. The value might come in, Mike, and I'm being serious. I'm not joking here. A 20% off discount off annual Flow Bowling subscription, right? If a Flow Bowling subscription for the year is $149.95 or $150, uh, 20% is probably, what, like $30, a 20%. So in reality, for $49.95, if you want to join Flow Bowling or you're going to join Flow Bowling, to me... A forty nine ninety five might actually be worth it if you're going to get thirty dollars off of a, um, a value. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm kind of think like the flow bowling like discount. It would have been juicier if it was like a forty percent discount off of flow bowling. I think like might have been really worth it. And then I mean, listen, get some I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you on that point, right? Like the discount on flow bowling. If you're going to sign up for that. Uh, definitely kind of makes sense in the value of it, right? But uh, yeah. but at the same time, uh, you know, Rob, like we've discussed, there's so many different subscription-based bowling uh, outlets, right? <laughs> I saw that. I saw that already. Listen, Carl, 
I was. Rob, Rob, tell the truth. Tell the truth and tell the people what I hit you up with when I saw that, that Carl was selling bowling swag. Yeah, which is which is just, which is which is uh, which is bullshit, by the way. But we'll get okay, into we'll that talk, later. Okay, we'll get into Carl a little bit later. Carl, but stay no, with Rob, us. Okay, tell we're the people, be honest and tell the people what yeah. I hit you up with when I saw you because he was offering a cameo, right? He was offering a yeah. free cameo want, type video with us, any purchase. Yeah, you wanted us to buy a bowling ball, and you wanted it to 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 for him to make a cameo on our show because he had to buy a bowling ball, and I don't know you wanted to. Trashed a bowling ball on air or something. I was just like, oh, we'll talk you know, a little the, bit. PBA. The, the website, by the way, David, the website is a disgrace right now. Honestly, get it together. The website's yeah, a disgrace. The, the schedule is another issue, but the website's a disgrace. Get it together for real. Okay, so wait, there's some other stuff here. Continue. Continue. A ten, you get a 10% uh, merchandise uh, discount of Bowler's X, right? So if you buy a, enough. Shit, right? Ten percent could be decent, right? Hundred dollar bowling I mean, really, ball, ten dollars. Yeah, even if you buy one bowling ball, you know, you and you pay you pay two hundred bucks, you know, it's yeah, twenty dollar value right there. Yeah. So if you buy two or three bowling balls a year from Bowlers X, right? But I have an issue with that a little bit too because I, I would figure the PBA would want to promote their local pro shops and their bowling centers. Like I feel like when they're driving the business to, uh. They're driving business to online like Bowlers X or, or Bowlers Mart or those you're you're driving business away from the locally owned pro shops. And I'm a local small owned guy. I like promoting the local small owned pro shops, right? Because those are usually friends or, or people that I know that own these shops. And when you drive business to the web to the port, you know, it's that's a whole nother topic of conversation, Mike. Here's the exclusive content, right? PBA. Pinsider member only digital community, Mike. This could be the <laughs> uh, new, uh, the I'm new in. US. I'm in. I'm sold. USBC I'm message sold. board, Mike. Sign me up. It could Where, be the what's gift the website? that keeps on giving. Yeah, Rob, email me the link right now. Email yeah. me the link right now. I can't be Absolutely. shut out of that. No, I can't be shut uh, out of that. You get pro tips and Q and A sessions. So they, are they sweeping the legs of another uh, online subscription service that just came in? That's supposed to be helping bowlers, right? Or is that a whole nother online subscription community where they're going to do Q and A's, right? With, for bowling advice and virtual meet and greets, like sweep the rack, you know, you could come on the show and you could meet your favorite pros and talk to them. Um, so, oh, in that it case, sounds like it, Robert, Robert it sounds like case, it, but you got to pay to get in. You got to, you got to pay a cover fee. To get into the message board this time around, yeah. Oh God, what a cesspool! As, what a cesspool that message board was. And listen, you want to talk? I I criticize other people have, for having burners. I had burners on that message board. One of them was Mike Fagan's hair. The name of the burner was Mike Fagan's hair. Okay, and every time Mike <laughs> oh, Fagan made a well. show, every time Mike Fagan made a show, I would I would go on as Mike Fagan's yeah. hair, and I would post and and make comments about what I was going to look like on the show. Oh God, Tim Buck. Tim Buck as the ad. Can you imagine that, Rob? Tim Buck as the admin of the new PBA message board. Oh my God, his head would explode, John. His Dude. head would explode. Seriously, it, it, that, that that's be... that's too wild to think about. But li listen, Rob. I mean, not a bad value, right? Not it's a bad not. value. I mean, you really but, think but about it. You say break something it down. Though? Listen, this is just cornball shit. Okay, pinsiders. Come on, man. Like who? What do you want? Really? Like do? who? Who want? Who wants to? Who wants to really join that? Pin, like, 
are, are we envisioning people walking around Bolero Center saying, hey, are you a pinsider? I'm a pinsider. Oh, only pinsiders can bowl on this league. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, I think they could come up with a with a better way to 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 market it, right? Uh, a more creative way to market it than than just that. But uh, but at the same time, you know, uh, not a bad value. You know, I'm not I'm not going to hate on them for what you're getting for the for the fifty dollars. I'll say this: there's other Boeing subscription outlets out there where I feel like you might be getting less when you're asked for more money. No, I mean. I would. I'm just breaking this down. If you really See, do the Car- value, of Rob Carl's get. confused. He's always confused. Like we're talking bowling, and he's all he's in here with the football and, and the Chicago. Yeah, I feel you, Carl. I'm a Philly guy, man. You know, if you if you guys really want to go to the best cheesesteak places, come come see me, son. But listen, that's not what we're doing here. We're we chop it up over the bowling. You know, I kind of feel like you know would be a better um a better package for them if they put in like. A uh, fifty, or f- like if they gave discounts, or even something where you get uh, discounts off of Flow Bowling, like Bowl.com, right, for their streaming service, and maybe everything. like another. How about everything, everything packaged together? Right. right? How about a like lot that, of that right? packaged together? Okay, that um, that would be that would be a good thought. You know, I yeah, think that would and- be a good a good product to market. Yeah. But I guess the other thing is, is that I, I, I wish Lucas was in the chat because I'd ask him. Um, he probably what, is. Like, He's probably lurking. What are they doing with the Flow Bowling subscriptions this year? Because there hasn't been anything on Flow Bowling. You know, and I feel like, you know, like someone. I, I, it's funny, Rob. I don't I, I don't want to sound like a homer, but I, I love Flow Bowling. I think they do a great job. I think Lucas does a great job. I think they put out a great product. So this is something that I've kind of not brought up on the show. Because I think it's, I do think it's a valid point, but but I think it's a tough point to defend on their end because there just hasn't been much to to put out there, right? And show. But listen, I think it's a fair question to ask. Like like is you know going forward with subscriptions, you know, is there going to be some kind of prorated uh, subscription option in terms of there being less content this year than any time before? Dude, I didn't watch any flow ball. I mean, there was a. Um, a- I mean, it feels like I paid money, right, this year, and I got a couple documentaries and old shows, right, like old stuff. Like, and I we weren't able, to, and that's not Flow Bowling's fault, but I feel like, look, if I was paying, if I paid one hundred and fifty dollars for my gym, and the gym closed or there was nothing going on in the gym, I would expect to have some. I would expect to get my money back. I mean, flat out, right? I paid for a service and I'm not getting it. So why am I like, imagine if you paid for Netflix every month, you paid $15.99 and they weren't adding on any new shit for the last year. And it was just all their old stuff. I mean, you'd want some kind of discount, right? I mean, there was gotta be something they got to do. Even if they gave every member a free month or two or free three months to let it go. I, I don't know. Like, and we've already talked about how they should open up the subscription, you know, like the WWE network does where if you sign up, you get a free month or a free two months. I feel like they, they need to do something like that anyway, to get more exposure. So people, you know, they might join, they might cancel, but I don't know. That's a whole nother topic we can get into, but um, I, I know we got a lot to talk about. So true. PBA Pinsider Mike. I mean, personally, I probably won't be joining. Um, Honestly, uh, I probably will only join if they give me a few things that I need from the bowling world, meaning 
uh, the identity of who Zombie Belmo is. That would probably be my first thing I would uh-huh. want. Um, Speaking of which, Rob, you know what? Speaking of which, uh, I have an announcement to make. Uh, I said this on the show before in a in a half in a half hearted way, uh, but I'm I'm going to to put this out there, okay? And I'm I'm serious about this. All right, thousand uh, dollar bounty on the identity of Zombie Belmo. Okay. So you wait. So you're gonna give someone? A, okay. So let's I talk will real give quick someone ten brand new hundred dollar bills. Okay. If they bring me, you know. Lock, lock, stock, and barrel evidence of who's behind that account. Okay, because I, I want to know. I want to know who's behind that account. So again, wow. put it out there. Let the bowling community know. It's got to be real evidence. It's got to be evidence that I can use to come on here and and air, and air it out with the person. Okay. Wow. So, so zombie bell on evidence. Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah. Thousand dollar. Thousand dollar. Bouncy, okay. All oh, right, wow. zero the chance, big. zero chance that it's that it's somebody from our circle. Well, I don't know. What Actually, if, you know what? what? I don't know big? that. It might be someone from our circle, but I don't think it's Bill O'Neill. I, I don't. No, I don't Bill, think it would be Bill. Zombie Belmo talks too intelligently for it to be Bill. <laughs> <laughs> it's someone oh, smart. Mike. It's he's too busy. Smart. He's too busy counting his money. He ain't hating. No, yeah, he's he in his pool. I, ju- I just yeah, see him in a floaty. He's got, just he's got a, a new. He's got the construction of a new vacation house. He's got to look after. He doesn't have dude, time to be twer- tr- trolling people online. I, I hear it's December in Philly, and the pool's still open. That's what I heard. Okay, I heard he's. Right. Yeah, I heard he's still. He's still, you know, sitting by the pool in his, you know, jacket and just hanging out, having a, some some frozen cocktails. But all right, cool. Well, listen to that, people. That's a big. That's a big opportunity. Thousand dollar bounty Mike is offering for the the uh, un what is that what, what what word am I looking for undisputed right or uh, what evidence of who Zombie Belmo is on Twitter and he will send you a thousand dollars and he is uh, a man of his word too he will do if it if you're if you're local you if you're local I'll come and present it to you personally oh my god and, have and a then beer if, with you but, and buy the and beer then, and then he and then you better hope Zombie Belmo isn't uh, local. Because then after uh, he no, drops zombie Belmo, better hope that Zombie Belmo ain't local. Because he, he's going to go right to his house after. He's very old true. Big old 18-year-old Big Mike is coming out of the woodwork. And that, that, that scares me a little bit. Um, anyway, so for, for Zombie Belmo's sake, I hope he, nobody knows his identity. Because I don't want to see the 18-year-old Big Mike come out of uh, retirement. You know, the, 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 the 40-year-old teacher, Mike, I, I, I like. I'm a much person. <laughs> much calmer person. Anyway. All right, so but, let's uh, talk. So, uh, I was gonna well, say, let's we, talk you know, to your arch enemy, Mike. He was here, right? I mean, he—I don't know if yeah. he's still here, but Carl, we're gonna we're gonna you know give you some promotion here for your bowling swag. Uh, if you guys saw earlier this week, uh, Barstool Carl released some bowling swag. I think it was uh, who who is it is it who's it through? It's through on the ball bowling, Rob. Is that what it was? I think that was the oh. website. There was Carl. For can what, you tell us it? in the chat who you're promoting it through? <clears throat> Is it on the ball bowling or was it KR Strike Force? Um, but he released some bowling swag. You know, I gotta ask Rob. Is this what's behind the interest in the in in bowling in general? And, oh, uh, so the, you think the promotion he was just of the bowling swag to sell merch? Of course. I don't know. Come on. I mean, listen. You know. Uh, you know. I so I, that's what I see. I'm just calling a spade a spade. 
No, dude, you were you were hammering the PBA this week, and everybody who uh, it, it jumps all over Carl's shit on Twitter. Uh, yeah, because they're I, so thirsty. They're so thirsty. Like, like Carl, you should you shouldn't feel like uh, privileged at all, okay? Because the PBA for years has been thirsty, as thirsty as you could be for any kind of of celebrity attention or pseudo celebrity attention. You know, it's fine. Listen, I, son, get money. I'm not hating. I, I hope you sell a lot of bowling balls and a lot of bowling bags. I hope you help bowling take off and turn it. You know, turn different people onto it. But that doesn't mean I'm not entitled to my opinion on things either. Okay. So, uh, listen, good luck with the bowling swag. I wish you luck. You know, I just, I, I it just seems like a, uh, too much of a coincidence to me to have the promotion and then the bowling swag coming out. See, but I get here's it. the thing, though. Here's the thing. Like, let me make a quick point here is I could understand, right? And here's the thing is I could understand when the PBA wants to partner with um, celebrities like Mookie Betts, Terrell Owens. Uh, Jerome Bettis, Chris Paul, right? These are big names, dude. Like that would be that are, are amazing. That I would love to be able to get involved with the PBA. Um, Chris Paul does his charity event. Mookie Betts bowling, dude. Those are these are a celebrities, Mike. Those they're athletes. They're well known across the world. But like Barstool Carl, like who who the hell is he? He's a nobody. He doesn't. He's like the he's like the guy who wipes like Dave Portnoy's ass. Honestly, like. I mean, they're lackeys, really, for for Barstool. Um, but I, they have, look, so, I they love have so many, they have so many commentators and so many different personalities there at this point. It's so hard to keep track of who's who, anyway. So I, I don't, I don't even really follow it that closely. I watch their, I listen to their main podcast from time to time. Carl um, didn't like that comment. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome on the show anytime you want, Carl. You want to no. come promote whatever you want to promote. You know, and listen, Port, if hey, you're coming Port back, let us know. I'll bring some craft brews. We'll get rid of the Miller Lite, okay? We'll have some craft brews, maybe some Johnny Blue. That's how we roll over here on Sweep the Rack, all right? So just give me a heads up next time. I'll have it ready, okay? Yeah, uh, I feel so, like they're so thirsty for Barstool to be involved with the PBA, which is well, Rob, look like – Can I comment for a second on even your point with Chris Paul and Mookie? And, and I think Mookie's a really good example. And I think that perhaps the PBA should even do more to try and uh, get him involved. Right and 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 help you. I don't. I don't want to use the phrase "use him" because that that to me has a negative connotation. But uh, I, I will use the phrase "use his promoting abilities." Right to to help promote the sport of bowling. But here's my problem with most of the other people that we can talk about. Rob, their interest in bowling is not real. Right, it's not solid. It's not grounded in anything. Right. Take the PBA league for example, and how they just how they just uh, picked these celebrities to represent the cities because they had some connection to bowling. And now where are they just a few years later when the PBA League is a really popular product? They're not even attached to it anymore, and it's very awkward because they still bring it up, but the people aren't really attached. You never see them there. So it's a very awkward association to me in, in that way. The Chris Paul thing is cool. You know, I think that that can do a lot to promote bowling. But again, none of the celebrities that have ever been on that have actually followed up in any serious way to promote uh, bowling, you know, so, so or, or to stick with it, right, to, to keep that promotion rolling forward or for their interest in the sport to grow in any way. So uh, if we're going to get celebrities involved in the sport, right, and we're going to get celebrities involved in the game, I want it to be genuine. You know, and I wanted to really uh, 
have a genuine impact, right? And have a genuine level of interest. So, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's sim- simply what I see from the, from the celebrity angle of it. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to call people out, but if you pay attention to social media, there's a lot of people involved in the PBA who, who really uh, go to great lengths to, to promote the celebrity side of things. So, technical difficulties fyi on can you hear me mike am i am i coming in okay or yeah i can hear you i can hear you yeah I don't know if our audience can hear you or not. All right, Rob will be back. I'll carry us for the time being. If you guys have anything in the chat you want to talk about, let me know. I'll carry the show, though. No problem. Don't worry about it, folks. Uh, So Rob and I wanted to highlight uh, some viewer email uh, that we received throughout the week. Uh, well, not really throughout the week. I guess you could say over the last few weeks, we had, we had some viewer email that, uh, that, that was interesting to us. Some people reached out to us and and we wanted to share, uh, some of that with you guys, Rob, you're back. I I just, I just kept it rolling, Rob. People were saying I carry the show anyway. So, you know, uh, yeah, that's my brother saying that. I appreciate it. Dave, next time we need a bet, remember (laughs) to call Mike, not me. All right, so um, but yeah, uh, Rob, the first know. the first email uh, we wanted we wanted to highlight we received from uh, a gentleman named Miguel Felice uh, from Florida. Yeah, so we're we're just going to share the email with you. Uh, we'll put it in there, okay? And uh, and and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Let us know your opinions in the chat as well. We found this topic really interesting, and we wanted to get into it. So. Uh, here's the email. Okay. Yeah. My internet, it just sucks. Cause you're, you're, yeah, you're chopping, you're chopping here. Let me, it's really bad that being, uh, I don't know. On my end, on my end, it seems, uh, it seems, uh, it seems like you're, you're the one having <laughs> issues. I don't know. My broadcast looks pretty good. People in the chat, let us know. Can you, who, who can you hear and see better? Is it me or Rob having issues? It seems like it's Rob to me. I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's me though. It's me. My internet, my internet sucks, but okay. Hold on one sec. Uh, my internet's awesome. Give me one minute here. I live in, I live in the New York city Metro area, baby. <laughs> we're all, we're all good over here. I got to do the virtual teaching from home yeah, three days wanna, a week at this point. So it's gotta be up and running. I want to pull this. I want to pull this email up here. Uh, all right, I got it. I got Can you the hear email. me. I think I'm I got okay now. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're all good. Right. I'm good. I think my good. good. All right. Okay. So here's okay. the email. All right. It says, uh, "Hey, Mike and Rob. Hope all is well. I respect your views and would like your opinion on pro bowling in amateur on pros bowling in amateur tournaments. I bowl in the new mecca of bowling, Tampa Bay, Orlando, Central Florida. I didn't know that was the new mecca of bowling. I guess it is. Many pros and former pros bowl in amateur tournaments in my area. This is great because you get to test your skills against the sport's best and can gauge your progress. My issue is, now, and I find this interesting, the guy doesn't have a problem with the pros bowling the tournament. That's not his issue, okay? 
He says, this is uh, my issue is they group up to prep their lanes consistently over and over. I go to tournaments and two or three pros would be paired on lanes by request. They make the cut and amateurs like me are always like I missed by a few pins. I recently attended a tournament where three pros were bowling on the same pair and all three cash with two qualifying first and second seeds for a stepladder. By the way, they both lost their match. Ha ha ha. I get it. The tournament directors are just trying to make a living, so I can't fault them. My question is, is it ethical for professionals to request to bowl together, resulting in an advantage to the professional bowler? I'm originally from North Jersey, and we know how to cook the lane to your advantage, and I saw this from a mile away. I enjoy your show and look forward to your opinions. Okay. Rob, you want to weigh in first? Sure. Uh, I feel like if um, to, uh, to our guy, appreciate the email first. And uh, definitely, that's pretty common. Definitely appreciate the email. That's pretty much common in a lot of bowling tournaments where you go into the tournaments and they'll pair you up with your friends. Um, and, uh, you know, if you happen to be all good bowlers, all PBA bowlers, and they get on the same pair, then, you know, that's the way the kind of tournament goes. But uh, here's the thing is if, my guy, this is what you need to do. Uh, you need to find out their, their cross of when they sign up. And you need to find out if you guys are skipping a pair or if you guys are going a pair to the right. What you need to do is you need to get on their cross and you need to follow them, okay? So if you get three or four nationally tour pro bowlers or even great three out of the four on the pair of great bowlers and you're following their pair, guess what? First off, they're going to break the, they're going to break down the pairs and they're going to be great when you get on the next pair. Second thing is when they get onto the next pair, you could watch them throw their first two or three frames and you can get reads on what's lanes hooking and what's not hooking based on how they're bowling. The best thing in the world for you to do is to follow guys and people who know what they're doing because you can get reads on your next game. And if the left lane's hooking more, the right lane's tighter based on how they throw their shot. So to me, it's an advantage if you know how to take advantage of it. Um, I, and, and I wouldn't really worry about what the tournaments they're doing because it's not, it's not anything really you can change or you could do, but you could use it to your advantage. And by doing, by, by getting on the pair before that, that's what I would try to do at least. Yeah. So, uh, this email is everything. I love this email. I have so many different directions I can go in with this with this issue uh to me this is part of the problem with bowling quite honestly this this to me this is a uh, a microcosm type example of the problem with competitive bowling uh the best bowlers know they're the best bowlers right and they still want more of an advantage even though they know they're they're the best bowlers right and to me that hurts competitive bowling in general okay um Secondly, I really kind of find a kind of I, I I find it kind of cowardly of great bowlers, people who go around and probably brag about their bowling ability or brag about their bowling accomplishments or put down the accomplishments of other people in certain situations. I, I, I find it kind of cowardly of people like that to have to go to a tournament and get on a pair with, with certain people, or even worse, Rob, go back to back pairs which I've also seen a lot in Jersey and Pennsylvania, where not only do they have one pair set up, they have the next pair that they're following set up. Okay. And it's very clickish. 
and it's very selective about who they're going to let on that pair because they don't want somebody on that pair who's not going to play them the way they want to play. Listen, if you're that good, it shouldn't matter. If you're as good as you say you are or you're as good as you think you are, it shouldn't matter. All right. I've never gone to a tournament and said, well, I only want to bowl if I can bowl on this pair with these people and follow these others. That's ridiculous. You know, the PBA doesn't do it. Uh, I don't think it should be a common practice anywhere. Okay. Uh, cer- certainly not at a, a, a competitive level of a, a sport tournament that professional bowlers are going to be bowling in. And, and, and quite frankly, you know, uh, if you, if you have to do that and you need that much of an edge, I don't know. Look, there's the thing is, is the PBA, it doesn't really matter who you cross with on the PBA. I mean, if you're sure, bowling at that level. Absolutely well, it does. Well, Come I mean, on. it does, but it doesn't. I mean, look, yes, like it does. it does. It 100%. No, 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 no. But you let me know. finish my point. Let me all finish right, my right. point. Because, look, like, they're all going to be I – and mean, I'm talking national events, okay? I'm, ta- I'm not talking, like, regionals. I'm not talking, like, you know, amateur tournaments. I'm talking, like, national, like, elite, like, top 60, right? They're all going to be playing the lanes pretty close. I mean, yeah, you have your two-handers that, you know, are going to mess some stuff up. But in reality, you're all going to be pretty equal. Now, you amateurs is a whole nother ball game, right? You're bowling an amateur tournament. And you know that, right? Amateurs are all over the place. Bowl the tat, right? The reason why the tat is so difficult is not because the lanes are, are tough. is because you have hundreds of the bowlers. Oh, the crosses are impossible because you have everybody bowling – differently right um so this is our guy here is bowling an an amateur tournament and you have you know two or three guys oh yeah of course you highlight that one right um but look like amateur tournaments when you have three pros and they're on the same pair and they're bowling and everybody else is all over the place you know it's going to be a little bit of of a of an advantage at least the first pair because the pba guys have to go to the next pair is where they're not going to be able to break down a, a pair, you know, um, in, in a game, right? So maybe the first game, it's an advantage. Well, there's also, see, I disagree with that too. Uh, you know, I think that it does matter in a PBA tournament, the, even even a national level, the cross you get. Uh, I, I'm sure if we ask the players, Rob, there's stories of guys who felt that they had – less of a chance in a tournament because of who they were following in a particular event. But Dude, I, I crossed with Terrell Owens for five days at the World Series of Bowling. And he was playing I, three hours left of me using 500 grit. I, 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 I would say that it probably matters more who you're following in a PBA tournament than who you're bowling with, actually. Uh, I think who you're uh, following is probably more important. Um, nonetheless... In, in in an amateur event, competitive amateur event, you know, I, I just disagree. And and if you're talking about just the one pair, yeah, I don't think it's as bad. But but going forward, you know that those people are going to help each other out with figuring out those other pairs. You know where where everybody else is bowling on their own. You know, no nobody else is getting assistance from the people on their pair about what they're seeing on the pair. That's not happening on 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 the average on other pairs throughout a tournament. What what I really have a problem with is when it's back to back pairs. That's when I really start to say, you know, the tournament director shouldn't even allow that. Like, I don't care if there's a group of guys you want to bowl with, you know, and you're willing to follow whoever. It doesn't matter. You want to bowl with this group of guys. But then when you have people who are going to go and set up one pair and the next pair that they're going to follow, that that's that's a little bit extreme to me. 
So uh, that that was an interesting email, though, Rob. You know, that, that's a, it's a good good issue to bring up, good thing to point out, and, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have opinions on that. For sure, it definitely uh, is uh, every day, every not every day, but every tournament, right? Random draws are really the only way to go about it. And I saw someone say that in the in in the, in the chat. Really, random draws really the only fair way to do it, honestly. And it should be like that for every tournament, regardless, amateur, pro. Uh, you know. I mean, look, like even juniors, you know, just because, you know, me and my brothers used to bowl the same tournament. Yeah, it was easier for my parents to not have to go and, you know, walk, walk across the house. But I feel like random draw is the only way to do it. Plus, you get to meet people, too. I don't know. As an amateur, I was fun always bowling, crossing with different people. And you end up sometimes chatting it up with people and you get to meet new people. But that's a whole nother like. Yeah, you um, get to tell, tell them all about your podcast. You know, that's what. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's I know what that's I do. you probably do. I know you do. I do. I do. Um, I say, hey, guys, I do a podcast. I'm going to talk about how much we all suck on uh, my next episode. Yeah. So, yeah, come and, uh, come and join us. All right. I got a quick story and then we want to talk PBA Clash uh, because we haven't done that yet. But I got a. Quick story from one of our guys who's probably still in the chat room, and he's probably well-known around the bowling community, a uh, gentleman by the name of Robert Rowe III. Uh, love the kid, man. I've met, known him my whole life. If you've ever met Robert Rowe III, you never forget Robert Rowe III. Okay? No, he's I only had he's one definitely memorable character, character right? Yeah, <laughs> so like sure. I only had one Smart experience kid, with him in junior bowling, and that was uh, – when my mom and I and another friend of mine and his mom actually took the train up to Windsor Locks, Connecticut for the JBT challenge uh, because my mom didn't drive on highways. And yeah, who did we meet on the train? We met Robert Rowe on the train up to Windsor Locks, Connecticut. Oh, I'll never forget guy, him trying to cross the route one with 12 bowling balls. This guy, he chatted up my mom like uh, no other young person I had ever seen. And, uh, yeah, she was very impressed with him. And, uh, yeah, uh, we, got a, we got a friend. We got a friend in the chat. Uh, Mr. Corvino's in the chat. I love it. Uh, he wants to know when we're going to talk Tony Amit. Oh, my goodness. We don't have time right now. But, just, Rob, remind me next episode. Tony Amit. Who remembers Tony Amit? PBA Rookie of the name. Year. I know okay, the PBA name. PBA Rookie yeah. of the Year, Tony Amit. I just got to quickly just mention, like, eh, probably going on eight years ago or so, I bowled a Friday night majors league with Matt O'Grady and a couple other local guys, and Tony Amen happened to be on one of the teams. Rob, the dude, the dude is insane. He's in, he's straight insane. Okay, I mean, sounds like my kind of guy. He got into a fist fight one night. I mean, it was wild. So I got to tell the stories about that uh, at some week. But we, we don't have time this week, Mr. Corvino. Yeah. Actually, Corvino only showed up for uh, Barstool Carl. So, Carl, if you're still here, you got fans coming in, uh, fans of yours who, who are also fans of ours. So they wanted to check you out. Uh, so, Rob, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. What, what direction so do you want to go in? So I guess uh, there was a good story that he shared with me uh, about uh, COVID. He calls it a COVID Karen, and I don't want to uh, offend any Karens in our chat or a fan, but we all know what a Karen is, right? It's it's a woman who complains and 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 is a, is a, is a rat is what they are. They're a snitch. They're a rat. We don't like Karens. Um, uh, so uh, I guess there was a, uh, about Maryland Virginia bowlers traveling up to Chambersburg, PA, despite PA's new travel restrictions. So I guess there's some strict travel restrictions in PA, and uh, this this uh, person 
called the local health department where they bowl and ratted them out. Uh, he did do another in the he did it to another in a, a small center down the road to them as well. Guy lives in Baltimore and is ratting out bowling centers and tournaments directors to health officials in Pennsylvania. Three tournaments and counting got nuked because of this guy. So there's someone going around, dude. If Miserable. let me tell you, the bowling why industry somebody, is already. Why does somebody care about what other people are doing that much? Because people are nuts, bro. Like it's crazy. Like, yeah. So I don't know. I think wild. that's. I don't even have. If anybody knows. If anybody knows who this person is, uh, give them their information. We love to have uh, a COVID Karen on the show uh, and ask him to his face why he's he's such a rat. And uh, you know, I'd like to publicly shame this gentleman as well. So shame. Uh, Shame. 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 Anyway, so let's talk Stand PBA class. Uh, Keith, by the way, Keith Poppity, yes, 1994, Tony Amit, PBA Rookie of the Year, 1994. Check that. Look it up. Okay. So, yeah. uh, Rob, uh, PBA Clash, let's go. Yes. PBA I have so Clash. Many, I, have so many, I have so many thoughts on this show. Okay. Uh, it was such a bullshit show, and I have so many thoughts on it. A lot of money they put up involved. They, they did. It was a lot of money for a bullshit show. It was. They gave $25,000. Yeah, $25,000 to the winner and another 25000 to the team for sitting on the sidelines, okay, uh, which is wild, right? Because $50,000 to people for, uh, you know, 12 bowlers and then the teams aren't doing shit, okay? Uh, not bowling. Mike, first off, my first question to you, is did you like the format of the show? Did you like the way they did it with the the teams on the sidelines? Uh, I mean, what I mean, what like what did you think in general? I wanted to be part. I I wanted to be standing next to Stu Williams on the sidelines because every single time someone threw a shot, Stu turned over his shoulder and had a comment for all the people that were standing around that shot, like. I think it would have been better to just have a boom mic right on top of all the players to hear all the shit that was being said while the people were bowling rather than having certain PBA store stars with a microphone that they, they kind of wanted to highlight, which is fine too, that I have no problem with. Right. Uh, I thought the opening of the show, Rob was, was really funny because if you go back and you watch it in the opening of the show, Randy, I, I, I was laughing out loud at this because he, he, he really, was like trying to convince himself that this really was like a great bowling product that they were putting out. And he actually said something to the effect of, uh, this will be some of the most dramatic bowling in all of professional bowling on television. Great stuff. I mean, like it was almost like he was trying to convince himself. It was laughable. Well, I mean, that's what know? that's what hype people do. You know what I mean? You know how the announcers are. They're gonna say every every week it's gonna be the most memorable show, break groundbreaking history in the making. You know, I mean, yeah, but look, I've watched enough wrestling in my day to know that. Like, you know, I like, know, but you can't. You know, something like this is more. And can I just say, you're saying it was a lot of money, right? By the way, the players were acting. It seemed like they were bowling for peanuts to me. I, I don't know if, if anybody else out there felt the same way, but I was watching the show thinking, are they really bowling for the money that I think they're bowling for? Because it doesn't seem like they, they cared that much for that much money. Uh, I'll disagree with that. Uh, I feel like uh, Danielle McEwen really wanted to win more than anybody on that Shout show. Shout her. 
shout to her. She put on a great Dude. performance. That was the only thing I enjoyed watching about this show. By the, the way, I enjoyed watching. I watched it with my mom, um, and my mom kept saying that uh, that you should go for her. You should. I, I, I want to set you up with her. My mom was trying to play matchmaker with Danielle, and I'm like, I got no problems with that mom, but you know, I think she's spoken for. But my mom, I don't know, liked I don't know about that, Rob. I don't know. My about mom that. liked my mom liked her shirt. My mom liked her skirt. My mom liked. She's so pretty. She throws the ball great. Like you'd be perfect for her. And I'm just like Jesus Christ. I'm like trying to watch bowling, and I'm trying to. I'm in the middle of getting set up. But look, to her credit, she raised her stock on that show. Uh, she bowled fantastic, and she did. You know, she definitely like earned her stripes uh, a little bit um, bowling against the men. You know, the format definitely helped her. Uh, but I feel like even if it was a one game or a, a one game match against the other player, I feel like she would have held her own. She had a great yeah. look. Um, you know, she was throwing the ball great. Uh, I feel like, you know, I, they, they, there's some missed opportunities there. Um, I feel like they they needed AJ Johnson on that show. I just felt like seeing him on the sideline well, kind of made I mean, me a little bit taking the top title winner from each team. Like I said before it sucked. It's a terrible idea. Listen. Rob, no one respects bowling history, all right, more than I do. Okay. No, no one's more of a fan of bowling and, and especially the guys I'm gonna mention than I am. All right. These are the legends that we grew up watching. Guys like Walter Ray, Norm Duke, Pete Weber. But Rob, let's be honest. These guys are the past. These guys are the past. Okay. You know, when they came on in the intro and said, oh, there's this many titles and this many major titles, I thought to myself, yeah, there's also a few hundred years worth of living, you know. Uh, and, and come on, you got Pete Weber, the guy's 60-some years old. He's out there grabbing his crotch, saying, eat my crotch. I mean, like, come on, man. Dude, it's Enough nostalgia, of though. Enough of it's this, the, for real. Look, it's, it's come nostalgia. On. It is like, I look, I'm not going to say – Pete Weber brings ratings, okay, and he does bring entertainment. I had enough oh. of a sixty-year-old man out there pointing no. to his crotch. Yeah, give it. To, I mean, get cut. Yeah. I got no problems with Go having in a different a, direction. Look, Mike, I'll be the first to say, look, let's get the youth on there and let's get them TV time and like let's promote the future. I've been on the record saying that numerous times. Here's the deal, though: is you got to have a little bit of nostalgia mixed in. And look, the PBA knows the ratings, and they and, and they know when. P. Weber is on the show. It's going to bring them more viewership. It's going to bring more interest. I don't mind having P. Weber. Uh, he's, you know, he's a legend, right? And he's one of the most well-known bowlers in the world. My beef is when you have um, other other people that aren't so uh, interesting or intriguing on the show and are just like, you know, there's no emotions. Um, Frankie Lavoie is kind of boring. Uh, I feel like I'd rather see AJ than Frankie. And especially since they were on the same team, I felt like the t the, the cameras were more focused on AJ than they were on Frankie. Anyway, uh, I rather would have seen, uh, you know, some other pros. Other, I rather seen someone. I rather see Kyle than Wes. Yeah, well, they honestly. they they, they kind of tried to feature other players right did, in the interviews did. and stuff like that. So. That's not the same. My mom kept asking me, and she's a, a casual fan. She doesn't know the shit. She goes, "Why isn't Kyle bowling? I want to watch Kyle bowl." She kept saying that, like, "Why? Where's Kyle?" Like, she, my mom likes Kyle. My mom likes his outfits. My mom likes his hair. I mean, like, she he's interesting, and we've talked about it. He's 
you know, a very uh, future of the PBA. Like he's good. He's a great bowler and he's got some charisma. Um, so I kind of feel like Liz Johnson, I, you know, I, I rather would have seen, uh, you know, uh, another like Clara Guerrero. I'd rather seen, you know, Missy Parkin even bowl than, than Liz, even though Liz is the goat. Liz she's the goat, the, though. Liz she is. The goat, though. Don't matter. Um, all, all I'm saying is, like, they could have done a better job of selecting the pros. Uh, and, you know, look, I love Norm Duke. Okay? That's awesome. I, I love Norm Duke. I have no problems with Norm Duke being on the show on, to on uh, more than Bill and, and Tommy. I'd rather see Norm, honestly. I think Norm is hilarious. Dude, Norm is, like, one of my favorites. Dude, he's, he's got per personality. He's got a – man, Norm is the best. Like, Norm and Peter, the two legends that I would I don't mind seeing every week. Uh, so, other than that, the format was okay. I didn't really hate the format, to be honest with you. I thought the way the show was, uh, it, it was a little bit interesting. Like, you know, and it was easy to follow for a casual fan. Look, low score goes out, right? Like, um. So, I mean, I, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to hate on the show as much as a lot of people are. I didn't think it was a bad show. It entertained me. I, I did watch all of it. Uh, I wasn't jazzed about having to watch it, honestly. Like, I, I probably, if I didn't have to do this show Wednesday nights, I probably would still be on my DVR. I'll be honest with you. But, like, it was okay. I mean, look, like, I, I, I look, we, we talked about this last week. They could have done a lot more things. With the money yes, that they, they, could they, they put they up. They absolutely could have. Uh, you know, you know I, all, all I'm going to say about Norm Duke is I want to I go back in time and party with Norm Duke when, when his strike song was actually popular. Like his strike song is some 80s rock song, and I want to go back and party with Norm Duke at the time that that song uh, was popular because I, I think that would be amazing. Uh, I noticed that Rhino Page – was cheering very enthusiastically for his team member to win. And the only thing I could think of, Rob, watching the show, and it's sad, but the only thing I could think of is that's because he was 50th on the on the money list and made like 4000 or something for the year. So it was pretty, he probably could have like doubled his earnings for the year by having his teammate win that win that uh, event. You know? Uh, every, everyone, you know, when Chris Barnes, when Chris Barnes left the 4-9, I hope he's in the chat. I hope Barnes, I hope you're in the chat right now. I hope you're watching this because I gave you, I gave him a hard time. We interviewed him back in the day. And if you just haven't listened to that interview, you should because it's a good one. But, uh, Rob, everybody laughed when this guy left the 4-9. I thought it was the worst break on the show. I thought it was the worst break. It put him out. And it put him out. Grand. Yeah, and, and like he kind of had one of the best looks, and he leaves the four nine. Everybody laughs at him. I feel you, Chris. I feel yeah. you. Four nine cost me mad, mad though in my bowling career. That was like my arch nemesis was the four nine. People try to tell me four nine's a bad shot. Come on, four nine's a bad shot. No, uh, no. I mean it's, it could go either Bullshit. way. To me, four nine good, ain't a bad shot. Chance. I'm sorry. Four uh, nine is a good four nine is a good pitch. For, for you, it's not a bad shot. For me, on my level, that's a bad <laughs> shot. Okay, okay. Uh, am I wrong, Rob? Am I wrong? And listen, I'm going to catch heat for this, people, but I'm going to say it anyway. Am I wrong that it seems like Belmo can't have fun while he's bowling? Am I wrong about that? Doesn't seem like he was having much fun out there at all. See, this like, is the type. This is the type. Well, let me let me comment here, Ron. You're the type of fan. That's the reason why the PBA is never going to get better. 
because you if there's a, some kind of uh, a criticism against the PBA, you blame the fans like us for 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 making educated criticisms on shows, or just accepting it and saying, well, if you don't like it, make your own tour. You know, Ron, like, well, you know what? We don't like it. We're fans and we're outspoken fans and we're educated fans. We're informed fans. We're going to talk how we want to talk. And if we feel like the show isn't great, then guess what? Like, we're going to talk about it. But you know what? I'm not going to be the type of person that says, well, just deal with it and make your own show. It just doesn't work that way. So, you know, appreciate the comment. Thanks for listening. You suck, you're wrong. Ron. That's what he's saying. Saying you suck. He's saying kick no, rocks, Ron. I'm just okay? saying, like, I'm not the type that's going to accept something because it's shitty and be like, well, make your own. Like, it's just, you know, we're, we're able to make you, uh, our own educated opinions on, on shows like everybody does in sports, right? Your favorite sports team. Well, why don't you just buy your own sports team if you don't like the Eagles or you don't like the Jets? Trust me, Ron, if I had the money to buy the Jets, I would, and they would probably still suck. But, I mean, what are you going to do? Like, as an as an informed fan, you're going to make criticisms on on your on your people. So anyway, uh, talking about Belmo not having fun. Yeah, I feel like you know he needs to have a couple shots before he bowls. A is, he bit. is he is he a stick in the mud to bowl for fun? Like, is he not a guy you want to get at a at a at a pro am? No, he's fun. Uh, my mom, I, you know, I, I judge a lot by what my mom says because she's like a casual fan and I like listening to her comments. And well, she you likes live Belmo. with her too, so if you don't agree, you know, she'll throw your ass out. So you really have no choice. It's temporary for the for the people out there, uh, you know. Uh, Especially for the Dan Mel- Danielle McEwen's out there. It's temporary. Like Danielle you girl. You hear that, Danielle? It's Danielle girl. Okay? It's just temporary. I'm saving money so I could take you to the Bahamas, girl. What's up? Hit me up. Call me. Um <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, I feel like he, you know, he needs a couple of shots to loosen him up a little bit. But uh, you know, he he tries to be on his best behavior. Uh, you know, I feel like Rash is, uh, you know, the type at any time that could probably uh, get a little bit crazy. You know. So so who's less yeah, fun? To, who's less fun to bowl with at a pro am, Rob Belmo or or Pete Weber? Dude, P. Weber is a good, a good. He's fun. I've watched him at pro ams before. You he's think pretty so? I don't know. I, yeah, I bowled with him. I bowled with him in a pro am before. It was a horrible experience. I mean, he was like arguing with fans, and <laughs> that's was, amazing. It, <laughs> Who'd want to not terrible. argue with P. Weber? You know? <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. I mean, really, you know. Actually, Ron, our opinions do improve the PBA because they tend to take whatever we say and uh, and it. like try it yeah, and do it so you're <laughs> wrong about that ron you can kick rocks again okay hey the pba i'm i know they listen to the show um and uh i'm not saying they are changing their way they do things based on our opinions but you know what they'd be stupid not to listen to outlets of fans and podcasts to get uh feedback um of the fans it's called uh what is it called? It's like marketing or some kind of like target marketing when they list, you know, a lot of, a lot of products out there, companies, you know, they do surveys with, with the, with people and to get their opinions on their product and their logos. And, you know, there's a whole division called marketing based upon that. So if the PBA is not listening to the fans and not listening to a show like ours, then I feel like then they're missing something because I feel like our fans and us, we have a lot of, uh, you know, good opinions and good things on what they should be doing. So, I mean, hey, like- here's here's my big takeaway from this show, Rob. I've said it uh, before. I'll say it again. Probably focus. Any anything that is manufactured 
anything that is manufactured comes off bad. It just comes oh. off poor. It just comes yeah, off let's bad. Talk so. I don't know what's going to happen first, the vaccine or the 2021 schedule. Let's put the let's put a bet. Who do we get vaccines from? Vaccines you know, like or, next week in some places, so it's definitely going to be the vaccine. But all right, Rob, yeah. listen, I'm catching heat from people because uh, they want to see they want to see the the last segment we have for them here. Okay, oh. so we got to jump into it. Okay. Last segment okay. we got for you, people. Worst of the week. Worst <laughs> of the. Worst, 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 worst of the week. From so how this how this works is Rob and I spend the week scouring the USBC message boards, uh, and, and really any bowling message board I would say is in play. Like the Hammer Bowling Message Board nine hundred nine hundred Global has a lot of has a lot of goofballs posted on it. I'll say that. So we scour these message boards and we look for what we think is the worst post of the week. Okay, so Rob, do you do you want to go first, or you don't? Do you want me to go first? Uh, you go first because for some reason, in my debacle of trying to find something, I closed my posts. But, okay, so. give me a second here. So, my worst of the week this week actually goes out to someone I know. I real I know this person in real life. Okay, <laughs> I actually know this person in real life, and yeah, that like honestly. They're, they're to me anyway. They some people would disagree with me. This person would probably disagree with me. They're like an example of you know the typical typical house bowler type type uh, mentality, right, etc. Uh, so my worst of the week goes out to none other than Carl Hoffmeyer, okay, inventor of the Max Y. I think that's what it was called, the Max Y grip layout. Okay, guy was a pro shop operator in our in our area coming up, and he created this offset thumb layout that he thought was the uh, like the 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 next coming in bowling, and uh, it was called the Max Y, I think, and he promoted it very heavily. So he posted on the USBC message boards uh, and realized this is someone who throws plastic uh, in league. That's who this guy is. Like when he wants to protest what's going on out there, he'll take out the plastic ball and he'll 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 uh, he'll play up the gutter on the left side as a lefty. But he gets my worst of the week, Carl Hoffmeyer, for posting this. He says, because of the soft lane conditions, eight hundred is the new seven hundred. Disgusting. <laughs> okay, now. This thread is not only the worst of the week because that's a terrible take for for his involvement in the game of bowling, right? But the post got at this time that I screenshot it got 170 comments. His post had 170 comments. Okay, and sure got some of the comments were great. I mean, if you people haven't seen this, you you must go read it as soon as we're done here. You really should log off. I thought, on Facebook. I thought Tim. I thought Tim bucked it. Uh, I think at a certain point he did Tim Buck the post. Oh. Tim Buck did the Tim Buck and he shut yeah, it down. Tim Buck it. That's what I called. Yeah, he Tim Buck it. Tim Buck uh, up the post. <laughs> yeah, because because it, it blew up too much, right? But Carl Hoffmeyer, shout shout to my man, Bristol Pike Lanes, uh, bowls at Bristol Pike Lanes. Shout to my man, Carl Hoffmeyer. Worst of the week, uh, worst post on the uh, on the the USBC message boards for this week. Okay, that's awesome, Rob. The floor is yeah. yours. Um, I just have one picture that was posted, and I was curious to 
do people actually uh, use this? Uh, so, <laughs> let me zoom, let me see if I could zoom in on this. Oh, I had it. Mike, I mean, is this a real thing? I don't even know. I mean, it seems goofy to me, but I'm I'm not sure. But uh, the only thing I could think of when I think of this is or see this is an episode of Married with Children, where Al Bundy was bowling, uh, and they were bowling against another family, and uh, he got the thumb warmer limited edition, and he put it on his thumb. And then he needed a strike or three pins to win, and he guttered. And he's like, well, Peg, must have broke. Does, does people actually use this? Is this a thing? Um, on the USB-C message boards, I guess it is, because I, that someone was asking about it. And <laughs> I didn't even know. I responded, uh, and Andrew's laughing because he, he loved that comment. I put a picture of the Al Bundy of him with the thumb warmer because it's such a too. joke. Anyway, so that's my worst of the week. Just that picture of someone actually like thinking or maybe having an idea that they should use that. Uh, it's just funny to me. I don't know. That was my worst of the week. Kind of made me laugh a little bit. Uh, I want to give a best of the week this week to my guy, uh, Matt O'Grady, friend of the show, Matt O'Grady. Robbie had the best post of the week. The post was if you could th throw it, I think it was for one shot or one game, like any bowler ever, who would you throw it like? And there were like 500 responses. People had a lot of funny responses. Uh, Dave Botkowski actually went on and said he would throw it like Race Marsh, which I found. <laughs> if you know Race Marsh, oh my God, I was like, I thought that was the best response. But I wanted to get, uh, I wanted to get O'Grady on the show tonight, Rob. Uh, he is a friend of the show. You know, he is somebody that I talk to uh, in my personal life, too. So I wanted to bring him on just for five minutes just to talk about the post and see what he thought was the uh, the best responses to his post. But listen, I, you know, some news here. Uh, he, he's actually under the weather. You know, he's actually oh, not COVID? feeling so good. So, I, you know, I, I'm not sure. You know, I don't I don't want to uh, comment on that too much. But, uh, you know, I was texting with him here a little bit as the show was going on. And I uh, just want to give him a shout and say, I uh, hope he feels better there. So, uh, Rob, it's what we got for the people tonight. I hope everybody enjoyed. It was kind of an interesting show, Rob. Barstool Carl checking in, popping in. You know, you're always invited, Carl. You're always invited. And listen, we, you know, we'll beef online, whatever I say, what I say. But we're more than reasonable people to come by and, uh, and have a discussion with, have a chat with. So, uh, Rob, any final thoughts or, or are we good? Now we're good. Uh, I think we'll talk more about, you know, hopefully we get a PBA schedule the next week. I know we didn't get a chance to touch on that a little bit, but I mean, yeah, interesting that there's schedules. It's December 2nd and they still don't even know where they're bowling next year. So, I mean, the pros, if we're wondering as fans, PBA announces a PBA pinsider, but they haven't announced the schedule. So, I mean, What's going on? Like, where's the schedule? Does anybody know? Anybody out there? Message me. Email me. Email us. Tell us. why. What's the holdup? Uh, I know there were pros that were worried two months ago why the schedule isn't going on. Like, is there going to be a tour next year? Is it going to start in May? Is it going to start in October? Is it going to start in March? 
uh, not sure, man. So that's kind of where I'm thinking right now. Uh, when's the next bowling on, Mike? Do we know? Is there any shows coming on? Is there any? Not that I know. I mean, derbies? I think that's it. I think I think that's all they had in the tank. Is there no more clashes, home run derbies? Uh, I mean, let's lobby for this, Rob. How about this? Let's uh, let's lobby. if they don't get it going. <laughs> Let's only the pin siders know the schedule. Yeah, sure. Jeff, that's comment of the night, man. That's yeah. hilarious. Let's uh, let's Maybe lobby. Let's lobby for uh, if they don't get the schedule out or they're not able to get things rolling. Let's lobby for some, uh, you know, one on one matchups. You know, pre predetermined one on one matchups between some premier players, perhaps with some some history behind them. And, uh, and and let's put some, yeah, let's put some money out in, in in some in a product like that and see, and see where that goes. How about a no tap show no. where the I'm pros out. have to use their opposite hands and throw I'm as out. many strikes as they can in thirty seconds? No, I see what you're on a, doing. On a, on a unicycle, on a unicycle. Right. You're smart ass. <laughs> I thought you were being funny. I thought you were being serious for a second. Uh, I love All it. right, All right uh, Mike. folks. Take it easy. We'll see you next Appreciate week. Appreciate everybody. We'll see at everybody. Two one fifth at Brooklyn Rob. Just give, give us a 11. follow. Yeah. Uh, shout to all the burners, baby. Shout haters. to all the burners and the haters. haters. Shout to all the burners and the haters. Enjoy haters. those pictures of my house. Enjoy those pictures of my house that I sent you too, because I know you like those. I know. I know. I know I your know, house keep... ain't as nice as mine. So enjoy those. Yeah. Right, Take it yeah, easy, haters. Later. Thank you.